Took a long, it's taking a long time to get there. And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Sing It. I Sing It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I'm one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Thank you, thank you. Far too kind. And I have to say, Kevin, happy birthday, bro, on this your birthday week. Actually, it was last week because it was Saturday, but... They don't know that. They don't need to know that, but they know that now. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We had a really good time. Thanks to everybody that came out. I yeah. wish me a happy birthday. Uh, we had a really good time. We um, got ourselves intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're racking up that fucking card. My car was burning by the end of that goddamn night. <laughs> Pizza was good, though. Drinks were better. Started drinking some new shit, man. Um, You're expanding your uh, your horizons yeah. when when it comes to the to the drink. I'm like, to I, the spirits. I can't, I can't, I can't stay, I can't stay cooped up with the whole Jack and Coke and Long Island. I know that those are just staples in my in my repertoire, but I need to venture off. So I'm starting to dive into like tequilas and uh, other spirits. You know what I mean? I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, is what I'm trying to say. Other spirits. <laughs> but you too, man. You you had that uh what drink was that? What drink did you that you were drinking? It was uh the that red one. That you were drinking at the the pizza spot. Oh, it was a uh, no no. I, I originally started with a mango margarita. Yeah, that's what it was. Um and then I, I think I, I started drinking someone else's drink that oh. they didn't finish. I something with a cucumber in it. It was a really good time. Um but we also got to cover a lot um, of entertainment stuff. Uh, last week, we did get to see Bodies, 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 which is the latest film from A24. This is a dark comedy, horror, something all put together. Um, what do you think about it, Pat? First and foremost, I'm just going to say that uh, I'm happy that I saw it. Because it would, I, I think I, I definitely would have felt a little bit like, damn, I, I didn't watch it before I seen all the reviews and stuff about it. But I'm happy that I saw it before then. Um, this ain't the movie for me, dog. <laughs> this, this ain't the movie for me. But I get what they're trying to do. And, um, you know, I'm going to let you go. You, 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 you say <laughs> what you got to say. I'm gonna, you, you say it. <laughs> The movie was definitely different uh, from what I learned. Uh, the director, Alina Rain, um, who is European, this is actually her first English language uh, debut. She's European, too? Yeah. And um, I think the movie had potential. There were times where, like, the movie could have shined and could have really stood out as far as, like, those whodunit mysteries uh, goes. But then all of a sudden, I get reminded about how different dialogue is now in movies with you know this this current generation uh but i think this movie was also supposed to be a satire for that this movie was yeah, was definitely, definitely a satire about like even teenagers nowadays can't even do a simple whodunit mystery because everything revolves around social media and gossip it's, it's all around them. feeling triggered Every, yeah. and um but basically the movie is about a group of uh young people 
you know staying at a giant mansion during a hurricane they decide to play a game very similar to among us but like in person the game actually does seem really fun like i would actually love to play that at a yeah. party uh where you just find bodies and you have to figure out who, who did it who did it it's um, a murder mystery it's uh <laughs> clues is among us and among us is bodies 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 all it is is just a generational uh telling of the same goddamn story yeah. That's all it is. And you parry, you pretty much interrogate the person that you suspect did it. And you yeah. just harass the shit out of them until someone admits that they did it. But either, anyway, uh, Pete Davidson ends up dead. And then one by one, they all start get, getting taken out. Um, like I said, there, there were moments where the movie felt great. But then the dialogue was all about, oh, I have body dysmorphia. And, How old is uh, this woman who, uh, who this person? Who, uh, what you call it, who, who who did this? Is she at our age? She's older than us. She's older than us? Okay, yeah, that was, makes perfect sense. She was born in the 70s. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Why Why I say this is because um, this is like three degrees of separation. Now, the person who wrote the story, though, How old is, she? is our age. That's, that's another, it, it still doesn't matter. She's not of that generation that the movie uh, is based on. So this is like a... It's you're separated from the actual source itself, and on top of that, she's from Europe, so this is like an outside look at an American, Ameri- American kids kind of thing, which I know is like, oh, it is like creative, uh, what you call it, uh, creative uh, juices or freedom and stuff like that, which I totally understand, but my view is that this is just how. How I, how I see like how if you're gonna make a, a movie about like a TV show about like Compton or something like that, but you get somebody who's from Alabama who's a or somebody from New York and they're white, no no spice at all, and then they make a TV show or movie about Compton, will it get some awards? Will it be all that? Yeah, it might, but will it be true to the source? No. It won't. And I, I, I think this is right here just an over embellishment of what's actually happening with uh, Zatennial. I think it's just like this is basically it is satire. It is satire. Yeah. But I did like uh, the fact that this is this movie was basically what Scream was to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how when Scream came out, everybody was like, oh, man, this movie is so good. The way that they were talking about, like, uh, you know, uh, like past like horror movies, it was definitely those, meta. Yeah, Scream was very meta. And this movie right here is like it's it's meta, but it's meta, like dealing with you, like yeah. it's internal, internalized meta. I don't know what that means in in meta. Maybe that's a new thing. I just made up a word, but yeah, because it was a lot of like, man, those friends are fucking vile to each other. It makes you think like, damn, is this how they really friends with each other? Is everything like... I, I feel like that that is how it is now. Really? Yeah, people are Fuck. fake. Bro, the internet has made everyone so fake. What you see on the internet, what you see on Instagram is fake. No one is happy and taking amazing photos all the time, you know? And then once you get to really know a person, you realize, yeah, they're not all happy-go-lucky like how they are on social media. So the only victim in this whole uh, movie... Was the guy who was basically our age, the guy who was uh, the veterinarian. Yeah, but he was a douche. But was he? <laughs> nah, he wasn't a douche, man. Nah, because Pete Davidson was the douche. Bro, the guy went to the basketball court 
to do some meditation with the LED mask. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not douchey. It was him just trying to meditate, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not douchey. All right. What the- you want to you go meditate after this, Pat? No. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe he has traces of douchiness, but it wasn't in the movie is what I'm trying to say. Bro, when someone comes out to a pool party mm. and pops open a champagne bottle with a blade without even trying, just goes pop. Without asking for permission to grab that bottle or that sword, neither yeah, of those things. Pete Davidson to him. did say that, "Yo, that's my father. That's my father's shit," and he didn't give a fuck. He did not. It's <laughs> kind of douchey, bro. It's kind of douchey. <laughs> it was. It was impressive. <laughs> it was impressive, I have to say. But it, okay, it wasn't. Everybody in there was. They. They. Everybody had a a, a villainous plot to them, yeah. and we're gonna spoil the shit out of the movie. I. I know when we first came out of the movie and when we saw it, I was like, hey, nobody should see this movie. But I'm going to tell people to watch this movie just because, just so you could be in, in on a joke kind of thing. Like, I need you to be in on this shit. Like, if it comes up in conversation, I need you to know why this thing came up. Just so, just as research purposes. I mean, put it on as a tax write-off. I don't know, but uh, just, just do that because uh, the movie is not great. Uh, what, what's the rating now? What was it? Well, the, first of all, one, the movie does not have rewatchability. I'm never going to watch that no. movie again. In fact, that movie felt very Netflix. Like, I felt like I could have streamed that at home but and gotten the same A24 reaction. A24 doesn't do straight to VOD or just straight to streaming. Everything is going straight to fucking... Uh, Straight to theater. But they have a television division. Like, they, they also produce Euphoria. Yeah, but that's just, that's that's TV shows. When it comes to their movies, no. Nah. That's crazy, because I definitely, that that did not feel like a movie that I needed to watch in a movie theater. I could have watched that in my living room. Would you have enjoyed it a little bit more, if you would have? I think so. I think, because I, I, I felt like... The, the, the fact that we this. went, yeah, we went out of our way to go watch that. We got excited about it. The dialogue is really hard. It's it's very hard not to cringe at, especially when like there's that, of course, that moment in every whodunit murder mystery where all the suspects are just looking at each other and then they're like deducing like all the yeah you know all the possible suspects and the dialogue is so cringeworthy that I was just like you know what if they all died I wouldn't be mad yeah. And yeah, because to be honest, nah, there was, which character did I not want to die? The one who, uh, the girl with the tank top who said, look at her fucking text messages. I didn't want her to die, even though she slapped the shit out of that. What, what was she? She was from Ohio, but she had a heavy accent like she wasn't. She was a uh, Eastern European. Oh, Eastern. you're talking about the. The Eastern European girl with the yeah. small face. Yeah. Her. When uh, she does, she got a small face. Big canvas, small face. But uh, when when she slapped the shit out of her, I did feel like, damn, man, what the fuck's going on? But then I started to see that, yo. She, she was jealous. Yeah. But she did have, like, a final girl kind of vibe to to whatever she was doing. She put on the fucking headlight. She got the bag. She did all the other shit. She knew where the gun was at. Actually, that wasn't the final girl moment because she, that was some killer shit. Everybody was killers in this fucking movie. And... <laughs> You know what I was thinking about while I was watching it? Like, how are they going to explain this to the authorities? One thing that I'm actually kind of afraid of. Mm. So if you really think about it, and we're going to spoil the ending right now. So if you don't want to hear the ending, flip over this part right now. But 
could you say that the killer was TikTok? Because the guy killed himself yeah. trying to make a TikTok video. Yeah. And do you think that that's going to bleed into actual society? Like, people are going to be, like, yeah. recording well, murders or suicides or Well, it's not going to be able to get on t- TikToks and stuff like that. But people have killed themselves for trends and stuff like that. Remember the, remember the people who were planking and people who were doing, like, those death-defying tricks and shit like that? And people mm. were dying for that. So I can see that uh, being it. That is, like, a trend is basically... Social media is causing people to die. So that's what this movie was about. So social media was the killer. You killed yourself because you tried to get clout. And the only reason why Pete Davidson did that shit is because he saw that that guy who was a veterinarian, who they thought he was a vet and he was in the military, which was funny to me. I was like, I can see I can see how that can be a problem. But uh, I can see how, how you can get mistaken with that shit. But he saw that that guy was, uh, I guess, cooler than him. So he wanted the guy to leave. It don't, you just, yo, it's funny because in the movie you see the chain of hurt of like, okay, this person hurt this person. So this person in turn, so they could feel good about themselves. You see, they hurt this person. So this person left. So now they feel good about themselves, but they're still mad at the first person who hurt them. So they're whole, they're bottling that, that emotion in. They're bottling that shit in just so they can, what you call it, use that shit for later. So they could use it on it. It was like, man, you see that shit and like, fuck. These motherfuckers are vile. And they're supposed to be friends in the same chat. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just like a generational thing. You say that it is, but is it just like, is it? Damn. I, is I, it a generational thing or are we just at that age where we're just like, oh, God. No, nah, you know, maybe it is because I'm, I'm thinking about the people who, 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 uh, who are my friends, who I, who I hold uh, dear to my heart. And I'm thinking like, oh, I mean, there's friends because we don't do that kind of shit. It's like the things that they're doing, that's why I'm friends with you and shit like that. Because we don't do that kind of shit. I don't like fucking with people who are, who do that kind of stuff. That manipulating shit that they're doing in the movie, I'm like, nah, I'm not for that shit. I'm not for that, uh, that whole, like, oh, um, we're just going to... Uh, what you call it? Use what you you what you uh use what basically what makes you sad as a weapon. Weaponize all your trauma uh, traumas against you, traumas <laughs> against you, kind of shit. Cause that shit is like vile, man. Mm. But there's also another thing that uh, what you call it? This is also something that I saw on TikTok that uh, women say that uh, guys. We we uh we become friends, fast friends when we go through like uh like traumatic experiences. Uh, traumatic experiences and also like just like uh say, Oh, you like this? Oh, I like that, love, we're best friends now, kind of shit. And like, ah, it's, it's more than that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's more to it, but it, it's hard to explain, you just gotta be there, kind of thing. And this this show I mean, this movie has made me think about like I mean, Gen Z, for, for, for a person who really doesn't give a, a fuck about him, but just, you know, you do your thing and things that I like that you guys are doing, I'm like, thumbs up. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it like, damn, y'all motherfuckers are, you're troubled. 
And I thought they were going to be better than us because I'm like, oh, you guys are talking about mental health. You're growing up in the in the world where people are saying like, yeah, everybody needs to talk to a therapist. You need mental health. You need to do all this other kind of shit, you know. But also, you're growing up in the world that we had Trump as a fucking president. You, we have uh, motherfuckers storming the, the Capitol. We have what else? What else is going on in this fucking world? Uh, may not be here for long. Weather is changing. Rainwater has a uh, uh, plastic in it now. So I mean, if this is how you guys are gonna like uh combat it and like counteract it uh it's not good it's not bueno this shit is um i'm just happy if, i'm gonna go before you guys go so uh just lock the door <laughs> when you guys leave this earth is all i'm trying to say pretty much uh if i had to rate this movie out of five stars uh i'd probably give this like a two two and a half i'll give it a one in the middle of the movie i did a big fucking side like <laughs> How much time we got left? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it it was just like the cringe. And on top of that, I need a Gen Z person to do a movie that can wash away this thought of this movie because this movie is bad. But another thing, it was like the people who who uh, basically make shows when we we're little kids, when we we're in their situation, were older than us too. Judd Apatow, when he did Freaks and Geeks, when he did all his other kind of stuff. And we related to it because it was the same kind of things that were happening. Yeah. And they just put it into our timeline. So we understood what it was. But it seemed like the person who, who made this movie, they dipped too much in. They tried to be too cool. They were basically like, uh, what's that dude? Oh, my God. What's the guy who was in uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs? When he was like, good, good even, use. Uh, <laughs> What's that guy's name, man? When he was an undercover cop who went to a high school and he had he had a backpack on. You, wait, you're talking about uh, fucking 21 Drum Street? No. Oh, yeah, I could say that. That's an easier reference. But I was thinking about the guy who was in Re- Reservoir Dogs. What is his name? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> you remember when he was, when he had the backpack on? I don't know what movie it was. I don't think I've ever seen it. But he had a. He said, "What can I get? Drugs or paraphernalia?" I'm trying to remember where that was. I think I've seen that clip. Hello, fellow youths. <laughs> there it goes. What movie is this? Oh, it's from Thirty Rock. <laughs> so you got mugged, huh, Mr. Donaghy? And you caught the guy who did it. Good for you. Oh, here you go. Oh, no. They went full trader in high schools. Howdy do, fellow kids. <laughs> what? So I'm glad you called me, Mr. <laughs> I checked with my That's what it's like, bro. It's like you're leaning too much into it, and then you're over here trying to... That's why... I, that's That fucking five seconds of footage, uh, of audio, is basically what they did with this movie. And they just showed everything that they just seen off of Twitter and... And Tumblr. I don't know if uh, people still use Tumblr anymore. Uh, I may have phased out of that shit too. So yeah. Damn, I haven't heard of Tumblr in a minute. Me neither. But I heard still a thing. I don't know. Does that still exist? I heard somebody say something about Tumblr earlier, earlier this week, and I was like, what the fuck? People still on Tumblr? I thought people stopped using Tumblr as soon as they started getting like PG and they took all the porn off. 
Stop acting like prudes when you're watching this. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. But yeah, man, um, I give that movie one, one glow light, one glow stick. You give it two. Um, what else do we have to talk? Oh, um, but leading into our next topic, we were talking about um, how it feels like this generation doesn't want to. How do I word this so that I don't sound like a prude or like an old man? No, it's too late. Uh, <laughs> it's too late, man. You just got to go for it. But basically, one thing that I've noticed is like, so when I was growing up, yeah, I had the horror movies of my generation. You know, I had Blair Witch Project. I know what you did last summer. Scream, those movies. But I also fell in love with the things that were before my time. So The Shining, The Exorcist, the original uh, Black and White Night of the Living Dead. Uh, movies like that, the original, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. These were decades, you know, before my time. And I've, I personally have noticed that it, it seems like it's actually rare to find that person from this generation that enjoys the classics or enjoys like, okay, the movies that I love have been influenced by these older movies. Cause you know, Pat just said it a little while ago, bodies, 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 you know, there, there, there is probably a very heavy influence from scream in that plot but i've noticed like it's hard to find that person that likes the old stuff and just wants to focus on anything that's current or anything that's going to be new um i was at a an audition for the for these haunted houses and they would ask like younger people like you know what's your favorite horror movie and why and i was like shocked when i heard like a lot of these people saying like oh annabelle or the black phone which just came out a couple weeks ago like that's their on favorite that's out on peacock like yeah. as of two weeks ago <laughs> so it's almost like so pat came up with this idea of like you know that we we need to like kind of force almost like not not force but, but guide like them sherpa like sherpa them into classic good movies that it will it will like ring it will like ring with you like i i i have this thing that i like uh to do where um the the movie batman came out the the one that had a uh, robert pattinson robert pattinson in it uh i saw that there was a lot of people who enjoyed that movie right so I'm like, oh, you like this movie. So that means that you like psychological like thrillers and stuff like that. You like that kind of shit. Have you ever seen the movie Seven before? You might want to look at that. That's pretty that's that's online with that movie. And it it's like you need something to get people into other things. And I, I thought that that was a perfect uh uh a moment. For people to, rather than saying, like, oh, people like this movie, uh, but they never seen this movie, so how can you appreciate that? I said, no, nah, no, nah, don't do that. Don't do that to these motherfuckers. They're sensitive, as you can see from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Don't do that. Tell them, since you like this movie, you got to be just like Spotify. Since you like this, you might like this kind of thing. And then just sherpa them into liking other things. Not going to force you into it, but if you do like this, this has traces and elements of this movie that you like in this movie right here i feel that that's uh that's a move and that's a move that uh if you have if you had like uncles and aunties or big brothers that they would do that not really not not really big brothers or sisters because i remember just being like uh 
like my my siblings never would uh, try to get me into the music that they like. They try to prevent it. They they prevent me from uh, watching or or listening to it. So I would just like have to sneak off and just try to watch it or listen to it. But I don't think uh, the youth care about that kind of shit because they're so they're in tap to the same vein as all of us into the internet. But when you don't have somebody who's guiding you into liking these kind of things and telling you and teaching you how to like it, you're just gonna go out and just like like one random thing and then that they say oh this is what i like it's like the kid who only eats uh, chicken nuggets it's like damn this is you know there's other things other than chicken nuggets i know i understand that you like chicken nuggets but there's you could do different shapes with chicken you can <laughs> do a lot of things have you ever had tempura before that shit is delicious you might want to try that but no they're they're just stuck to their fucking chicken nuggets and fries and it's uh it's a problem with the youth, man. Like they don't want to, they don't want to be uh, guided into anything, and you don't want to force them into it. So you just like fuck it, just do your thing. I'm not a fan of it, but if you need guidance into different things, this podcast is for you. And if you enjoy it, if you enjoy uh, the shit that we enjoy, we enjoy you. Ugh. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what better way to say that. But ugh. but if you wanted like to Sherpa, like a group of kids that saw bodies, 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 and liked it, you would start with Scream. Uh, yeah, I will. I will start with that. I will start with Scream. What other movies? Oh shit. I will start them off with a like a packet of stuff. Scream, The Faculty. Uh, what's that other movie? Hey, teacher, leave those kids alone that we were talking about that in that movie. Oh, Disturbing Behavior. Disturbing Behavior with that fucking movie. Um, what other movie were they like? Uh, Heather. That yeah, fucking Heathers. movie. Yeah. Heather's. Uh, uh, what's that movie with the witches? With the with the four witches. Hocus uh, Pocus. No. Three witches, maybe the, the the movie with the teens that were witches, witchcraft. Wait, oh, uh, the craft, the craft, the craft. I will start them off with those kind of movies, see how they feel, and whichever ones that they like in that bundle, I'm like, yo, okay, cool. Then you might want to check this out. You might want to check this out. By the end of it, I'm talking about like three months in, yo, they'll be into, uh. Yo, maybe uh, fucking uh, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy. You got to go with the classics. You got to be able to know about these movies that if it does come up in conversation, you're not like, uh, you're like you know, it, something that's not going to take you out of the conversation, but you'll be able to add like a little tidbit to it. Be like, yeah, I've seen that movie. Say, I, I ain't really fuck with the with the killer or I ain't really fuck with Freddy Krueger because, you know, this motherfucker used to be a molester before he got burned kind of shit, which would be like some people who watch uh, Nightmare. Uh, what if I say Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare on Elm Street don't even fucking know about that. That he used to be a uh, what you call it? Uh, a pedophile. They didn't know that shit. That shit comes as a, a surprise to most people. And that shit is a little tidbit. Look at that. Look at me being an uncle right now. Just give y'all some little bit of information. Take that shit. Put that in your pocket. Save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, that's my thoughts on that. What, what's your thoughts on being a Sherpa to these people? What what movie would you? What movies would you uh, show them after watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? I, I actually really 
agree with the way you were going with it. I, I think definitely that is the right route. If you want to do scream, the faculty, disturbing behavior, um, because I think all of those had something to do with a trend that teenagers were following at the time, yeah. at that time. Which was, was it the faculty or was it uh, disturbing behavior where it was like they had like a, they were contracted by like Tommy Hilfiger and like the whole movie had that wardrobe. That was the faculty. That yeah. was the faculty. That shit was. <laughs> and what's funny, though, was that at that time, I really did wear Tommy, Tommy all the time. Like that was the thing. Tommy Hilfiger was dominating in the 90s. Yeah. That yeah. and Nautica. Yeah. He, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Nautica, Tommy. They were all over. And you know what? It's funny because you watch the movie and you don't even realize that, yo, you're being you're being coerced, coerced. They liking you into liking that shit, whatever the fuck. They're, it's I remember I had Tommy. I had a Tommy Hilfiger jacket. And then I found out months later that, that shit was fake. <laughs> Everybody mm. had that jacket. I already know which jacket you're talking about. <laughs> and let me just tell you. Everybody's jacket was fake. Everything was because oh. a real Tommy Hilfiger jacket was like at least 200, 250. Like, nobody was gonna wear that. Actually, my mom was not gonna take me to the mall to buy Ain't me no a 200 dollar jacket. Ain't no fucking no, we way. We can buy the, the, the fake one that has the same color scheme and we'll just go from there. Bro, I had a fucking lanyard that said Tommy Hilfiger on it. Tommy no doesn't way. make lanyards. I bought that shit at the dollar store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it said. I don't think legally it was allowed to say Tommy Hilfiger. I think it just said Hilfiger or Tommy or, or, or just Th. <laughs> <laughs> Th with the same color scheme. You're like, oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, it is, right? I got it from uh, Sawgrass Mall. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, what is there any other like horror movie that came out recently that I guess teenagers are? Well, I guess the black phone, but I didn't see the black phone. What if, if if someone said no? You know what? If someone said Annabelle was their favorite Chucky. horror movie, so go back to Chucky, go Puppet Master, Chuck, Puppet Master. Uh, what else movie? Um, Jesus, what other movie could basically be like a inanimate objects being controlled? Uh, you know what? They live. Mm-hmm. They live. Also, um, there was that movie that was done by. Um, Damn, it would be cool if we actually made like a chart like yeah, this, like of a, like a tr- uh, like a what you, what's that like uh, a like like a bracket what, yeah uh, a bracket of like this movie. If you like this movie, you'll you'll definitely like this. You'll like that. You'll like the other. You'll definitely like these movies. And if you like these movies, you'll like this. And then all everything will lead back to fucking. Uh, it should all lead to um, let's say what's a movie that's really fucking. <laughs> Let's say, uh, like a, a movie that's Pet com- Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Everything leads to fucking uh, Pet Detective. Then you're gonna like this movie since you've seen all this whole this whole this whole genre of movies. Six Degrees of Ace Ventura, yeah, Pet Detective. A Pet Detective is gonna make you like the movie because I guarantee it. I can get there. I can get somebody to like Pet Detective if they're if they like Napoleon Dynamite. Wow, I think so. I, I would so. love to see that. I think so. It'll be a red string kind of thing. Like you just you like this movie, then you're gonna like this movie, and this 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 movie's gonna lead to this, and that's gonna be lead to that. Yeah, I can see that. For Napoleon Dynamite to Pet Detective, I can definitely see the the connection with that. Horror movies might be a little bit difficult. 
because then there's going to have to be a point of like turning something that's supposed to be scary into something that's funny, mm. which is for some people is, is really difficult to do. I'm trying to think about it like that right now, because certain things that I find funny in scary movies, people don't find funny at all. They find that shit horrifying. Like in that, uh, the Jason, the Friday 13 movie that, that happened in the early 2000s when, uh, Jason was trying to, uh, kill the, the, what you call it, the, the, the athlete. The athlete ends up like fighting Jason off. Like, get off me, get off me. Like, he kicking him and he was scratching Jason. Then he tried to take off and run. Then Jason got the axe and he, you know, just like, aim this shit. And he just hit him right in the fucking back. In the movie theater, I was fucking laughing, bro. I was like, damn, you thought you had it, bro. But he said, then I realized that, oh shit, he's the black, he's the black kid. That's why they killed him like that. But he wasn't the first person to die. No. He was like the third or fourth. And yo, they started killing people quick in that fucking movie. Motherfuckers start dying like within the first. Because there was no story to tell. Minutes. It was just like, fuck it, bro. This is Jason part 37. <laughs> I you got a boy. What Jason. else are we going to tell? You're right. You're so fucking right. Yeah. That movie was like, uh, Something else. I'm trying to think if it was if it was good or not. Gotta, in, my, in my mind, I'm thinking like, hey, I enjoyed it because it was Jason. I think that was the same movie that he uh, he beat up uh, he beat up a, a, a girl who was trying to hide in the body and uh, on the which, like the sleeping bag. In the sleeping bag. Was and that then the he movie just banged it against the tree? Space. No, nah, the space did definitely did not have that. There was a scene in Jason in space when they were like simulate. Uh, is that well, we have to simulate his uh, surroundings so he can get confused? And it was two. It was two women who jumped into two knapsacks, and he started beating one with the other. That's where it was. In that movie, he beat one woman with the uh, who was in uh, a sleeping bag with another one like that. That's funny. Yeah, it's something that you hear Samuel Jackson say, <laughs> but he actually did it. He said, "I'll beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker." Jason did that. <laughs> he did that shit. That's fucking hilarious. Speaking of Samuel Jackson, She-Hulk released on Disney Plus this week. <laughs> How do you connect those two? Samuel Jackson. Because he's Nick Fury? Yes. You see? <laughs> and Samuel Jackson is a fan of Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey was in what movie? Ace Ventura. <laughs> Pet Detective. Everything leads to Ace Ventura, bro. That's it. That's it. Is that, is that going to be the name of this episode? Everything <laughs> leads back to Ace Ventura. Everything leads back to Ace Ventura. Everything can lead back to Ace Ventura. But yeah, so She-Hulk uh, came out this week. And Kevin, what's your views on this on this show? I didn't know what to feel. I, I was kind of confused as to, is this like a show for kids? Or is this going to be like an adult nah. comedy lawyer? Because I got that like vibe. Allie like, McBeal. oh, this is like, a, yeah, Ali McBeal. But then... When they were fighting on that beach, I felt like it was really childish. Like it was very like, hey, lunkhead, and like, hey, like it was, it was, it was very cheesy. The what, what they were calling each other, and the fact that they're throwing th coconuts at each other, <laughs> like I, true, I true. didn't feel like I don't. I, I think I, it, uh, the person who, who whoever was writing it, they don't understand how like the si sibling rivalry actually happens. I don't think they understand how to write it because I get it. You're fighting each other, 
But there's certain words that are said towards siblings, even though they're they're not like brother and sister. I'm giving the I'm trying to get the vibe of like, yeah, maybe they are. Like these are cousins that basically maybe they live next to each other and they they constantly hung out with each other when they were little kids, kind of stuff. And um, a situation happened to one of them, but it didn't cause that person to change. It just caused that person to be more in the limelight a little bit. It was actually it was kind of like socially they were in the limelight for a long time 20 years maybe but in that also in that limelight they were also like demonized as well because the hulk was a monster who just went around just terrorizing the cities and shit like that but for her it never it never changed she still loved bruce but the person when i mean the people who wrote this uh script they 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 totally, uh, I think they goofed up on this and they just try to write more of a compelling story for uh, a rom-com and a woman's coming of age story. And to get us guys to understand that, yo, uh, women have it hard out here, which I guess if if that's where they want to go, I'm with it. I mean, but you don't have to give up one, uh, one for another is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Another thing that I'm not crazy about i don't like this iteration of hulk like you don't like him i like i remember the edward norton like in the beginning of the mcu like just yo he is the hulk like he he will level an entire city if he has to yeah. but like I, this whole like oh i'm gonna try to be funny and he's trying to i'm sorry but both. mark ruffalo is not funny he, he can't he can't be, he's he's not funny he struggles you're so to be right. funny you're no you're so fucking right thor, and i think thor was great being funny thor knows how to be funny but mark ruffalo does not know how to be funny it was funny sometimes there was some it came funny looks forced. he had there was some funny looks that he had when he's like what i think what it is is his face of like if he's out like if he's out of the joke like if he's his uh what what's going on that's the only thing that's funny to me about Mark Ruffalo, but everybody keep on talking about they don't like this version of Hulk. I think people don't like Mark Ruffalo. Maybe that's what it that's is. That's what, because people, I'm, I'm seeing that shit on TikTok a fucking lot, and I'm thinking like, yo, you guys don't fucking like Mark Ruffalo. If that was Edward Norton doing the same shit that Mark Ruffalo's doing, people would be eating this shit up. I guarantee it. But people do not like Mark Ruffalo. Name a movie outside of uh, MCU that Mark Ruffalo has done that people have said, this guy needs a goddamn Oscar. Give me one. Nobody likes him, bro. And that's what it is. Nobody likes him. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> and and I, think, I think it was because... I think it goes back to the second Avengers movie, how it was about... You know, oh, the Avengers caused all this destruction. Who's going to take accountability? And then in the movie, there's that that scene, uh, like the Hulkbuster versus the Hulk. And like they, they take out an entire like apartment building in that process. So I think Disney was like conscious about that and was like, OK, you know what? Why don't we just make. But he bought the Hulk. building, though. Yeah. But <laughs> movies later, you don't see that again. Like, mm. bro, in the Avengers Endgame, do you see him doing anything that's like, oh, shit, yo, that's the Hulk? No. Like, I think after that movie, Disney was very conscious about, no, we got to make our good guys look like good guys and make the bad, like, the bad guys will be destroying the buildings and doing the explosions. So I think they they kind of, like, rewrote the character where it's like, no, he's just going to, he's going to finally take over the monster side 
and he's just gonna be smart the entire time and it's like yeah but i really want to see him fucking hand think, like fist fight somebody and I just think like we're gonna beat the get crap that. out of him i think we're gonna get I that i really hope so just based off of the um, of what was being said when um she hulk attorney at law was talking to incredible hulk uh i'm angry guy uh it seemed like so she doesn't have like two people in her body and uh, uh going off of um what i've seen on youtube and tiktok hulk has two personalities he has a split personality because when he was a kid his father used to beat him so his his other personality used was the hulk who used to protect him just like in uh moon knight so I'm I know that Mark Ruffalo signed up for four more movies. I'm thinking what's going to happen is that we're going to get a cuz they they uh they asked they basically brought up some questions in that first She-Hulk movie that made you think like, okay, so why is it that Hulk has uh uh in, a Banner has two personalities and She-Hulk only has one? If this is the reason, I need to know why this is and why uh, are they really what you call it? Are they really uh, cool? Like, I don't think Hulk in in Banner's body, I don't think he's really cool with this. um, With this, what you call with this chemical. I think what it is, just like somebody's taking pills who what you call who has like a uh, Mm. Uh, what you call it, like some type of syndrome or some type of disorder or something. I think that's all he did. He's just basically like he's suppressing one of like himself, but he by suppressing, he's stifling. So there's going to be like some type of escape. I think the same thing that happened to him last time where it was two years of just Hulk being the Hulk. I think that shit might, it might explode out some more. So I'm looking forward to it. But I could just be reading more into, like, thinking more about this thing that is, is like, they're not going to do. Which, if they're not going to do, it's fine. Just read the comic books because apparently the comic books are, the story is hella better than uh, what we're getting in the MCU. Is from what people are telling me. Uh, but um, everybody knows that uh, I don't read, so that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I read, but I just don't read comic books. Is Audible reading? We're not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. But, yeah, man. So what, what else did you think about the, the show? Uh, the visual effects are very impressive. Yeah. I think I think she looks great. Um, she looks hot. <laughs> she looks. And, and, and one thing that all visual effects companies are getting are finally getting right is they're finally adding animation to the eyes. So she doesn't have the dead eyes like from uh, the Polar Express. <laughs> oh yeah, so what the fuck are you looking at? It's that what, what do they call that thing? Um, uh, it's it's a, it's the fine line between animation and what, what's real. They say that it, you look dead in the eyes. I forgot the name of what the phrase is, but it's a it's a fine line that Polar Express hit, and it makes everybody feel weird when they're watching it. Forgot the name, but but it's, it's they they made fun of it in Chip and Dale. Did you see the Chip and Dale movie? Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen was like, "What's wrong with your eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, these characters definitely don't have the dead eyes. So I, I do I do have a, to commend uh, MCU um, with uh, getting those graphics right because and she looked great. It, there were times where it was hard to actually see that it was VFX. It, it, it did really look like makeup. On an uh, on an actor's face, um, 
it was it got straight to the point really quick which i don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing i mean she transforms into hulk in like the first five minutes she's practicing or she's training i mean and yeah. then she has the courtroom scene and then the episode's over so i don't know i'll give it a couple more episodes to see if it actually does take off um but I'm not, I'm not putting believe, this at the top of my priority list of like things I need to watch. I seriously believe that they should have gave they should have given us uh, two episodes on this uh, on this week release right here, because I mean the fact that it was only thirty minutes or thirty eight minutes, but it was still like God damn that shit was short as fuck. Yeah, I really wanted some more. I like the whole fight between uh, her and her and the Hulk. That was pretty cool. Um, there was a post-credit scene. I forgot what that was. Damn, it was a post-credit scene that I thought was pretty funny. Did it have something oh, to do with Captain America? Yeah, Captain America. I Fox. read about it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, the post-credit scene was um, she was crying, and she was like, he, he says, this guy died a fucking virgin. So she was she was saying that kind of stuff. And then that's when the Hulk was like, he said, he had sex when he was doing the USO tour. He says, Yes! I knew she said. He said, "Oh, you're you're lying." I said, "Yeah, I needed to find out." So, because you know, in the whole TV show, she brought that question up. So the whole thing was like Captain America. F and do you see the MCU thing pop up? So it was like that. I was like, oh, "Okay, that was pretty cool." It, it was a it was a pretty dope way of ending an actual like episode. I'm not sure if it's gonna be uh, like that. From here on out, but I think it's pretty cool. And what, what's your what's your thoughts on it? Like just them like doing their their rom com, maybe Ally McBill take on on her. Is it yo? I, 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 I can't, I can't go based off of this episode alone because I never seen Ally like McBill I said <laughs> like you know like I was saying like do she turns into the Hulk first couple minutes. She's training 90% of the episode, and then she has a courtroom scene. Like, I didn't really get to see her and, like, her quirks and all of that stuff. I guess we'll see that in the next uh, couple episodes. Do you think that episodes. she'll – I don't think she's going to be stuck as the Hulk. Based, I think that she's going to be able to do this change in and out because of graphics reasons. Because CGI, the budget. So we can't have her green all the time. We already got one person who's green – all the time, so we can't have both of them like this. We need to have her being able to change whenever she wants, just so, and to show that she can be able to change, we need to show that she's in control at all times, which is pretty cool. I think it's it's a pretty cool take on it, and, um, but if you're able to do that kind of stuff, wouldn't you just not want to change at all because uh, fucking you have to buy another set of wardrobe? Yeah. If you're small and then you gotta be wearing like four X's, yo, based on the way that my money works, I'm going for the small because those things are a lot cheaper. I'm never I'm never going big. One thing that I read on the internet, uh someone said like, Oh, Marvel should slow down and instead of doing all these like back to back shows, um, that they should put some time in between just to build some anticipation. Cause I do feel like like Moon Knight I, I fell off with that, and then I started watching a different show, and then Miss Marvel came out, but I didn't get to see that, and then this show came out, but, like, I want to see Miss Marvel now, and there's, like, so much. I don't, I don't know. If, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Like, did, you know, is it good that, okay, we have 
avail like variety available. Yeah. And then you could just go and switch switch over whenever, or should it be like, now nah, let's let's go one at a time so that everybody collectively sees this together, and then we'll just have something lined up ready to go after every show. Like, I don't know. I can see that being. I could. I can definitely see that being a problem. Like you just get overwhelmed with uh, just comic book and MCU stuff all together. But I think Marvel's take is that. Like they're gonna just be like, yeah, they're just gonna fall back on the it's for kids, it's for children. Oh, you guys are doing too much stuff. Uh, us adults are not, you know, we don't have enough time for all this shit because we got this. Oh, it's okay because it's for children. And it's like, nah, nah, but you don't understand. Like these kids ain't really watching this show. This show right here, where's the kid aspect of it? It's just that because Hulk is in it and there's a, a green, a green, green woman who they don't even know who the hell that is. Oh, it was a She-Hulk. Mm. Hey, that's it. I, I do know that definitely something is happening where I think because of the the frequency mm-hmm. of these shows coming out so fast, they do have to increase their budget because you saw they changed their pricing plan for Disney Plus where they're going to be introducing... Uh, so right now it's, what, seven ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be with ads now. And if you don't want to ads, they're gonna boost it up what to ten ninety nine. What kind of ads are we talking? I have no idea, but they they're when changing the fu- the, yeah they're 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 gonna change their pricing plan. So now the seven ninety nine that you're paying now is going to have ads, and if you don't want ads, you gotta pay more and pay ten ninety nine. Everybody's doing this now, huh? Yeah. Netflix is uh, trying to roll that shit out. I think it's rolled out in certain countries and stuff like that. So now we're gonna get ads. So this whole thing that we were trying to avoid. By going to by switching to streams yeah. is going to follow us into streams, bro. That's what cable was originally. Cable yeah. TV originally was. Oh, you don't want ads? Subscribe to cable TV, and then there's ads everywhere. You still gotta Hulu, still gotta watch it. Hulu was like that when Hulu first came out. They made ads saying like, "No ads. All you have to do is just pay this amount, and you get no ads." And now there's ads on Hulu. And now it's the same kind of thing like that. Like, oh, if you don't want no ads, you got to pay. And I think it was like five bucks now. Like, I think Hulu regular is about like seven or ten bucks. Hulu without ads is like fourteen dollars. Oh my god, man! And there's nothing I can really do because what I'm, I'm gonna do, like, not get the service. Yeah, I could do that. I'm cool with ads. Fuck it. There's a whole bunch of ads that I've never seen before. Because I only watch on on uh, I watch uh, Hulu with ads, and everything else I don't have any ads on at all. And Hulu with ads, they have some, they got some wild ass ads, man. Bro, they have me thinking that I have fucking like uh like I got AIDS, man. Because they give me constantly like these AIDS uh ads saying like, oh, won't you have some, I don't know, pro profidia. Have this, and you're if you're sexually active, you might want to do this because you're come out negative and shit. Like, I'm like, God damn, I say, do I, do I have, I say, damn, do I have breast cancer and I have AIDS too? So they give me all these goddamn ads. It's nuts out here. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a weird world, but that's that's all the ads that Hulu be getting, man. And shout out to uh, Mu2 uh, Production because they did one of those ads. No. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Martine was the one who said that maybe you maybe they're trying to tell you something. 
<laughs> and I'm like, nah. I said, no, nah, they showed it to everybody. He said, no, nah, I haven't gotten none. I haven't got any. So I'm like, huh. Strange. I got to talk to my uh, my primary. Check it out. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, what else do we have on the docket? The Oscars. We have uh, the Oscars and their late apology to uh, Little Feather. To Little Feather. If any, I don't think a lot of people uh, remember this or were alive to see this. Uh, we definitely weren't. Yeah. So basically, in 1973, um, Marlon Brando won the Academy Award for Best Actor for The Godfather. He did not come to the Academy Awards show, and instead, as a publicity stunt, um, sent in a Native American woman by the name of Little Feather to accept the word, uh, award on his behalf. But instead of accepting the award, you know, she gave a speech about, you know, all the, the way Native Americans are being mistreated and the fact that their lands are continually, you know, being stolen and uh, colonized. And um, of course, the entire audience started booing her. And now, 50 years later, the Academy Awards are finally, you know, officially uh giving her an apology because that's the Academy Awards. They like to do things 50 years later. And yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy because we're reading about this. And Pat was telling me right before we recorded that John Wayne uh, had, to was held like, back. had to be held back. And I'm reading about it. And it's true. Like he uh, had to be held back by six security guards when she came off stage because he, I mean, he didn't have if, if he's being held back mm. by six people, bro, it's because he was trying to cause damage. Yeah. Like that's he a was so traumatized thought. by what this woman said that American people are doing to her natural land that he needed to do something, physically do something to her. He was so traumatized. He was he was so hurt on that, which made no fucking sense. Do you think that because they, um, you think they're going to give an Academy Award to Kevin Hart fifty years from now? Yes, yeah. <laughs> they. they Hell, uh, you talking about uh, what you got, Chris? Chris Rock. Well, Kevin Hart too, because Kevin Hart they asked him to host, and then they said no. You know, you need to apologize for those tweets, and he's like, "But I already did." And they're like, "All right, well then, we're not gonna we're gonna pick somebody else." You think they're gonna oh, give him like a shit. lifetime achievement award fifty years from now? And Chris Rock. Chris Rock definitely deserves something because, yo, know, all they said was, whoa, you know, we asked him if he wanted to press charges. Why are you even asking? Yeah. Bro, just remove Will Smith from the building. He, he assaulted somebody on live television. But rather than doing that, they have him get an award and had the audience full of actors cla uh, clap, applaud him for getting a, like, oh, like it never happened. Like we didn't see it. Us people didn't see it. I saw you, Denzel, man. You're my favorite actor. But what you said to Will Smith after he just assaulted that dude, man, if I even, like, was in an Uber with Chris Tuck or Chris Rock, bro, I would have jumped both of y'all, dog. Not being a jump. I would have attacked both of y'all. Because that shit right there is just like, nah, man. We ain't doing that. We're not just slapping people. Especially somebody who uh, was on the spectrum. Chris Rock, man, that shit is fucked up. It's it's all it's all fucked up. Are they gonna take back all the awards that they gave to Roman Polanski, knowing that no. he's a child rapist? They're not gonna do none of that. We we've we've had this we've had this uh, talk before uh, outside the podcast. Getting an Oscar is basically like a my bad. 
what you call it? Uh, Martin Corsese did not win an Oscar for Departed. He won that Oscar because he did Goodfellas. Goodfellas. That's the that's the only reason why he 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 got that Oscar. It's all about oh shit, my bad. We we uh you know we should have gave you the Oscar for for this movie, but you know you're gonna get it for this right here. Oh, we should have gave you for that, but we're gonna give you this. Like uh, what movie did uh Denzel Washington? He got an Oscar for um. Uh, for Training Day? For Training Day. But he shouldn't have gotten an Oscar for that movie. He should have got it for Malcolm X. Should have got it for that. Should have got it for Glory. I think he did. He did get, he did get supporting act. He did get supporting uh, Oscar for, for Glory. So everything is based on uh, should have, could have, would have, but they didn't. They didn't do it, so it's all uh, my bad, man. Here, here you go kind of thing. So who, I, I do believe that Chris Rock... Who else is going to get an Oscar later on of uh, like a, a my bad kind of thing? Um, Brokeback Mountain. Did they? They did get an Oscar, didn't they? No, they didn't. Bro, they won every Oscar, and then once they were going to announce Best Picture, they it went to Crash, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> I remember that man. Yeah. I remember that Best Picture went to Crash. Man, Crash was bad too. Big bad movie, a bad movie. Who, who's the director of? Uh, Broke Bat Mountain. Angley. The guy that did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Damn, what other movie? Uh, he's got to do another movie so he, so he can get his Oscar, so he can get my, my his My Bad Oscar. Yeah. He's got to come up. He's got to do another one. He, that's, the, that's the only way he's going to get that. You know, he should do a bad movie. He should do like a, a horrible movie that they have to give him an Oscar just because they didn't give him one for Broke Bat Mountain. And on top of that... If they're really going off of uh, based off of votes and stuff like that, it's the people who won Oscars in the past. And look at those people, the same motherfuckers who who are yelling at a uh, Little Feather for getting the awards. Those are the same people who won Oscars. Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, go ahead, make my day, punk. That guy, oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. He, after she got off the stage, saying her uh, uh, saying her, her announcement, he made fun of her. While he was on stage, Clint Eastwood, America's Only, Pride and Joy, that guy, the douche, the guy who who does like one or two takes for all his movies. He does as min- minimum as takes as possible. Did you ever see that movie that had uh, Angelina Jolie in it, and uh, it was directed by Clint Eastwood? Oh, uh, Changeling. I think so. I think that's what it was. There was called. a scene that uh, Angelina Jolie wanted to like, what you call it? Like she was like, okay, I really need to like get into character, and I really want to feel what this is. And he was like, just, just act, just do your part, you know. And Clint Eastwood, I'm Clint Eastwood. <laughs> just do your part. Just go out there and do your thing. So she was like, no, no, but I really want to, you know, have multiple takes because I think I really, I, I don't really get around. He says, okay, just show me what you got. We're gonna be quiet over here. Go ahead, show me what you got. She did it, and he said, "All right, cut. You did it great." And then they wrapped up like th- that one, that one and done. That practice run was the best one. They were like, "Yeah, we got it on that one. Thanks, thanks, Angie. We'll catch you on the next one." Ha cha cha cha. I don't know. That's my Clint Eastwood. I think that's a dead on impersonation to Clint Eastwood. Smokey. That's it. That's that's all you got to do. Clint Eastwood. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, Oscars has always been like this. So 
if you get on their bad side, don't worry. You're getting, you're, you'll get an apology 50 years later. Maybe it's in the mail already. You don't know. Say, hey, our bad for doing whatever you did uh, for doing that to you. That's really fucked up. But, yeah, we got you. It's the American way. That's my other. I mean, you see, I, I lean into Clint <laughs> when I'm trying to be serious. But yeah, man. But I think this is another reason why so many people don't watch the Oscars. Like first it was like, okay, do we really want to watch this pretentious group of people just congratulating themselves and acting like they're changing the world? And now it's like they're now self-realizing like, oh, man, we've been racist this entire time. Yeah. The fact that it took 50 years for them to realize that is more reason as to why people are not going to watch your award show. They don't give a shit. They don't care who you give to best picture because guess what? It didn't do anything to the rest of the world. It didn't change anything. And the fact that you guys are sitting there and like, oh, guys, we got to do this and we got to do this and we got to include more people and we got to like, yeah, but you're still going to make that one movie that's directed by a male and 99% of the the crew is male and you're really not changing anything. And that's the reason why people do not respect your show. Like... You guys want to make some changes? Like, honestly, throw in a college filmmaker category. Throw in, uh, you know, how much are you donating to, you know, college film studies and stuff like that. Like, do something that really is going to leave an impact, and I guarantee more people will watch Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, man. I agree with you 100%, bro. I know I know it's uh actually it's not bad to leave our episode on a serious note because that is a note worth leaving. Wait, actually no, it. we can we can leave it on a positive note. What was that? Because we can remind everyone, especially all of our cosplayer friends out there, mm-hmm. we got Cosfest. Cosfest is back. Friday, September thirtieth from seven PM till ten PM. Uh, it's going to be in a different area at Extreme Action Park, free to attend. We're going to do a zombie prom this year instead of uh, a, co- a cosplay contest. Yeah. So we're going to be crowning zombie prom king and queen. Was th- will there be pig's blood? Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. But you don't have to be a guy or you don't have to identify, self-identify as a guy or a girl to get prom king or queen. Just to say, you can identify as whoever and whomever or y'all ever, you want. We, them, us, strange, curious, bi-curious, you can identify as whoever you want. You can win. Everybody can get it. <laughs> not, not like that, but everybody can. I think. Go ahead. Switch over to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely come out. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to have the Selfie Museum uh, again. And we're going to be introducing... Uh, to the public, a brand new speakeasy, a mysterious interactive speakeasy. It'll be open yeah. that night. And they're going to be talking in the 1920s vibe. So it's like, well, it'll be, sonny. I got my gat here. See? Like that. So that's how the waiters and waitresses are going to are gonna talk. So it's going to be pretty dope. I ain't going to be there but because uh, <laughs> I have a gig. But it's going to be fun. You know what I mean? So look forward to it. I'm 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 looking forward to uh, all the FaceTimes and uh, the the Instagram feeds of everybody having fun. Give me a case of FOMO, 
I wanna I wanna see so much fun being had on the fucking on my timeline that I am going to be angry in fucking Virginia. Yeah. Do that for me. Have fun. But yeah, uh I don't know what song this is. I hope it's good. Good enough. So uh, that's been our episode, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.